Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yance, and today is part two of my interview with Ryan Perez of the Mind Devs or DevNations.com. You can also find him on his own podcast at the Mind Devs Podcast, DevNations. So enjoy. Taking it back to you now. You have four Instagrams, you yeah. have four YouTubes, you do TikTok, yes. you have yes. a website, yes. you do a podcast. Uh-huh. How, are you manage- how are you managing all these things? This is amazing. Do you have a team? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, I wow. just laugh because like, 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 thank you. Uh, I mean, I, I tried getting a team going for a little bit, I, I will say yeah. for, for a few months, uh, but just didn't work out, you know, uh, so for the most part, it has been me. Um, Do you think that's because it's hard to have people that share the same vision and see it as important as you do? Do you think that's part of the problem with getting the team together to do it? I'm just curious. I think that'll be a skill set I'll have to work on for sure. Like, like no one's going to be as invested as I am in, in Dev Nation yeah. for the most part, right? Because, well, I'm the founder, right? Like, no one's going to care about the things you found as much as you do. So love it with all your heart, yeah. right? But so I think that's definitely going to be a skill that I have to just kind of remind myself and sort of work on, right? That EQ of like, hey, if I hire Justin, he's not going to love it as much yeah. as I do because I found it. Yeah. Um, but back to Or do you think it's better to find, maybe develop the skill set of seeing it in them before they actually, seeing that, you know, spark that will translate into that? I think it's good to get people that are, positive right like that are well, that yeah, are gonna absolutely. love love what it is that they're doing but i i just really don't think i mean it depends right like maybe even on, on size or whatever over time right like like yeah. we were talking about gary vaynerchuk there are people who love gary vaynerchuk and would love to work at vayner media right but right now when you're in the when you're in the dirt you know when you're when you're you know dirt shoveling it's like no one wants to shovel dirt you know or at least most people don't so that's why you sell I, the shovels to the people doing the exactly <laughs> yeah and so like to me it's like i'll shovel dirt all day if it means you know like yeah making progress in, in all these different channels because that's what i love to do and i accept that you know um but i think just the whole team thing is more of uh the capital like like i'm not gonna i don't have the financial capital to be like hey i'm gonna hire you and then it's even yeah. tougher to so it's already tough to find people for a team that you're going to pay yeah. them for the job, let alone it's even tougher to find people who are like, hey, we want to join my team. You're going to be doing it for free, you know, but you're going to get all this experience yeah. of, of creative work. Eh, it's a little tougher to sell, you know, and I'm OK with that yeah. for now. You know, like I know over time, um, I'm sure I'll have, you know, I'll be taking people on on my team, yeah. you know, as, as it grows. Uh, but yeah, so that answers that. And then productivity. Yeah. Uh Well, one, get rid of the whole perfectionist mindset, right? And, and that judgment mindset, that fear of judgment, as we spoke about, because the, the best way to go ahead and produce content, maximize your content strategies is to rid yourself of that fear of judgment from other people. And then that perfectionist mindset of judging even yourself, right? So much time is spent, oh, you know, looking at a post and, oh, is this the right, just if, if it resonates with you, and you think it's bringing value to community, just put it up, just go, 
you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's one thing uh, because I definitely struggle with that. I, I would take an entire weekend just to edit one video uh, when I first started. Cause I was so like, Oh, I said, yeah. Oh, and now that's going to ruin the video. It's like, like you know how many people no watch that video? Can. And then you know how many people watch that video? It's like, it's like, don't yeah. spend so much time trying to, trying to make it perfect you know compound interest as well with the videos you know those yeah. that, you know the, the little video they started with maybe the big one start you know exactly. really catches on but then mm -hmm. they launch your other videos mm -hmm. exactly again, you know and the content you make can be micro content as well i think that's another good strategy people should use for content creation like your interviews yeah. if you're if you're a podcast host and you're not clipping up your interviews what are you doing you know it's like and I, and I will say I'm, I'm, um, I haven't done it as much as I even want to, but it's yeah, also because, you know, I, I have other, I have other priorities like school. Right. So it's like, okay, fine. So, you know, I, like I'm mm -hmm. trying to say that because I'm empathetic. Like I get that people have other priorities, but if you're doing this full time, you should yeah. be, and like, and it's your own like yeah. your main priority, then you should be clipping up content and, and trying to reuse as much content as you can. That'll help save some time. Um, and then, yeah, I think if you have that, you can really maximize your content creation productivity just by yeah. removing that that judgment from other people and on yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that I think those are great great things. Um, one thing I noticed: so, did you start with Instagram Live or the podcast? How did how did the choose? I, I noticed you have the, the Instagram Live, and you have the Friday, and then you have the Sunday thing. How did that? Which oh started? yeah, okay. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think I started the podcast first hmm. because, well, one, I'm, I'm just a curious person as, as, as we've discovered, uh, I'm a very really? curious person, <laughs> you know, like, and so I wanted to, I realized, wait, a podcast gives me an excuse to just reach out to people and ask some questions. That's like, I think the only reason I want to start a podcast, just, it gave me a reason to be like, Hey, so and so. Hey, Jordan B. Peterson, will you come on my podcast? And it's like, that's enough of a reason nowadays. Yeah. Like if, if the podcast grows enough to where like, they'll say, you know what? Yeah, okay. What? Like that's, that's amazing. You know, and, and I think that's yeah. one of the main reasons why I wanted to start uh, the podcast. Just well, I love that you got Evan, you got Evan on there in your first episode. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I, I love his, his books. I, I just yeah. like the, I like the, the book he did where he just, he had the list of all the, you know, all the famous people, you know, through there. I mean, you can now okay. get it on uh, Kindle Unlimited, but nice. um, at the time I bought it, uh, yeah. it's in New York, but it's, um, <laughs> I love, I, I love like, I love little lists like that. And I like that he cultivated it, you know, hmm. all in there. And I, th and I thought that was such a cool guess that you got him. And yeah, I saw well, what you were you. saying, you were saying that you were like, you were like, you were kind of nervous about just, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that first had to push out i'll never forget it. that first interview because i mean I, I sort of consider myself a bit of an introvert when it comes to people you know like i've yeah. always been like like curious and like kind of creative and weird to some degree like just always asking questions right like not afraid to ask questions but then when it came to socializing i felt like that was always a weakness of mine and so you know it's been a fun journey since speaking with evan well, you know I've, well it's and then it's hard to to, to reach out because you're just like um yeah i don't know how i started it. Yeah, for me, when I first started, I was like, I don't know. I just started. I was like, 
at least I was so happy that the first person I reached out to said yes, because then like the next two were no's. But I had that one yes to be. Yeah. It was like that no could have like, because the first no, and I'll tell you who it is after. (laughs) You won't believe who told me no. And I was just like crushed. There was like a moment that was just like, what am I doing? I was just like, nope, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep going, even though you wanted that person and they just said you know flat out now and then after a while you just kind of get used to you know some people are going to say yes some people are going to say no but you just gotta but you gotta try mm-hmm. yeah exactly and, uh, the, sorry i interrupted you there Finish oh no it's point. fine it's fine it yeah, yeah absolutely um so i start off with the podcast again because i just want to ask people questions and it gave me enough reason to just reach out and ask and if they say no fine you know i can ask more people i can ask more people and hopefully I can ask them questions and whatever. Then from there, actually, I don't know when I started the Instagram lives. So this is on my Dev Nation's book devs page. I wanted a way to go ahead and be a further accessible service to the community. And I felt like doing lives would be a good way to, to be of mm. optimal service in my, in my head at least. Uh, because people can just ask me questions or, you know, get a new perspective on anything they're struggling with, whether it's reading or life, you know, like, like I like to say that in my lives, it's like, I don't just do uh, lives just to talk about books, you know, like, if you want to talk about something you're struggling with, I'm all ears, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to try my best and help, you know, I'll tell you, I don't know, you know, that's a tough situation, yeah. but I'll try, you know, I'll, I'll always try my best. Um, but I really wanted to do it. And so I was just like, well, I just got to do it. So I, I went and I decided doing lives and I've, I've done a live every day, uh, every week since, um, I think I missed one or two, but I've been doing it over the last year now. It's going to be a year, I think in like the next month. So, so I, that's what started with me for the lives. And, uh, and then from there, I just thought about, you know, what would be cool though. Like if I did a more book focused live where I talk about other people's favorite books, because my books, my favorite books might stay the same. They might change. But, you know, people are going to get tired of me talking at some point, right? So I figure, well, let me go ahead and get other people in the community uh, and listen to their top three favorite books and, and get to sort of pick their brain, too. And I realized, oh, wait, I can also ask them questions while they're here. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to start making this, doing these lives a bit more and then also sharing on the podcast because I can both pick their brain about their favorite books. It's great for the community because a uh, community of readers, they want to know people's favorite books, you know, like which one will help me? or bring the most impact to me well the ones that impacted other people the most right and then i can ask people questions as well so so i think it started off with the podcast first then the ig lives on the dev nations book devs account cool now instagram was first right or was it youtube first what was like the first one that you really social media into? platform i got into youtube yeah. youtube that's what i thought yeah. And then inst- did Instagram, like, would you say that that kind of came during the, the social, you know, during the pandemic? Um, I think it's just once I started getting a handle on like, okay, like I'm, I'm putting up videos, what's the next platform I want to go on? Like, it was yeah. just like, it, I don't think I had anything to do with that. Now, do you, do you schedule, do you schedule like, okay, I'm going to spend this amount of time on this platform? platform this amount of time on this platform since you're doing everything yourself yeah <laughs> good question do i schedule everything when it comes to like just my creative work mm. or do you do it ahead of time so much that you're not like running up to a deadline 
yes and yes. Yeah. So I, I think I'm still in, in a, I'm still ebbing and flowing with my own uh, productivity, like in terms of productivity for creative process. Like I've tried using calendars, but I'm not like, I'm not, like I know one of the first things I'm going to do once I can hire teams, hire some sort of an assistant, because I think what's good for me on my creative side of being this creative chaotic sort of this creative chaos I, it also has a downfall of I'm not the most organized person you know so like I'll use calendars and even when I use calendars I, I don't I won't stick with them sometimes or I'll like double book things or things like that so, oh I yeah. totally didn't realize I, I had three other things in this one hour yeah you know um so <laughs> I, I'm definitely guilty of that so I think the first thing I'm going to do when I can hire a team is get an assistant uh but plan, I'm still playing I'm still playing Oh, Planly is a good one. I use that for Instagram. Planly, okay. That's that's not bad. I'll check that out. But you gotta Thank like you. plan it all out. I just yeah. I mean, I'll check it out. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I'm still playing around with like what works for me, like Ryan personally. Nice. Uh, I've tried calendars. I'm good for like a week or two, and then it's like ah. But then if I do like big, big item things for the day, I found that works better instead of being super granular on my calendar. Yeah. Um, so like, instead of being like, oh, I'm going to work on this video, then video two, then video three, I just block it out all for YouTube videos. I found that works a little yeah. better. It allows me to be yeah. a little more creative for, for me. Yeah. Like, cause, cause I'm an actor. So like, mm, I nice. got like this script, I got this script on like Friday and I'm like, okay, I got to read it over and over mm -hmm. again Then I got to work on the lines and you got to make sure that the lines come out, you know, so it's, you know, it's a lot of, you know, so it's like. I know what you mean. You know, it's hard. Like mm -hmm. if you're not doing this full time, you're trying to put all these things. It's, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Like just, I feel the thing that helps the most is to be ahead of the game as much as mm -hmm. possible. Sometimes it's hard, like with this, you know, sometimes you get interviews and then sometimes, you know, nobody responds. Then sometimes you get a million people yeah. respond all at once. And you're like, Whoa, what do I, wait a minute. Yeah. I gotta, you know, put it in there. Absolutely. But yeah. So I if, know what you mean. Yeah. If you can, Try to try to like if you're in a flow already and you've knocked out three, four, five YouTube videos or IG posts, whatever you got, then yeah, do more, right? Like get ahead of the curve um, if you can. But I think the biggest thing that's helped me in terms of productivity is prioritization. What what is your priority for the day? What is your intention for the day? And a lot of my days were school, right? And then uh, some creative work, but I but I felt like I didn't have enough time to do a lot of the creative work I wanted to do. So but just being able to prioritize what you want to do for that day, I think. Have, will help. have you read the book, The One Thing by uh, Gary Keller? Nope. I've got it right up there. You got it right there? Yeah. I, that's something I want to interview. He's, um, he's got it. He, you know, he says, take that one thing that you got to get done in the day and, and make that the primary focus and then everything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. Before, as opposed to, because sometimes, he's right you can get to that checklist thing of like oh i did you know 20 things yeah but you know your 20 were things impactful? Where I, yeah. or were I they brushed, the highest priority <laughs> i brushed yeah. my teeth i made my bed it's like okay yeah. that's great for starting thing but it's like mm -hmm. it's not gonna go you know oh, great you made your bed but it's like and it depends else? though i mean it depends like 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 maybe you and i don't want to make our beds that's fine Maybe there's someone yeah. else who's struggling with making their bed. Yeah, and for yeah. them, they, they just want to implement making their bed part of their routine. That's then a, that's it's like, a good well, okay. Point. So, so I think it's a good point. Yeah, it could on you, like the individual, you know? But you, but, but yeah, you're, you're right. There are so many people. What I'm trying to say is, though, like, don't just like 
make a bunch of easy tasks and be like, oh, I accomplished all these easy tasks. And then it's like, you did a lot of work. Yeah, but you didn't do anything impactful. You just, if you just did you busy do. work. If that's what you want to do. That's right. If you want right? to do that. Um, yeah. Well, just because like, like, like some that. people, well, because some people, they, they find value in, you know what? I made my bed. I did the dishes and I cooked today. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's yeah, better than right. laying in bed and doing nothing. Right. You know? You're right. So, so it depends what you are. If we look at it from there. Know? Right. And it also depends. Some people you, don't want to, like some people don't want to impact the world. Right. Some people are okay with impacting themselves and their closest family members. All right. You know, like we each have that's, our own. That's a, own that's a great way impact. to look at it. You're right. You know? You're right. And that, and that goes to another point I want to make is it's like, try to not have so much a stated opinion. If your opinion is open, then you'll be mm -hmm. open to different sides and different things. If you just be like, well, this is the way I think. And this is the only way it's like, well, yeah, that's great. But uh -huh. you won't be open to. Exactly. The other yeah. Open-mindedness. I see that. In, I, see, I see that in politics all the time. People just hear uh -huh. a D or they hear an R and they go, they just you know block off this isn't a political you know that i don't want to get into politics yeah. because that just blocks people off here but i do think when people hear d or r or democrat or republican they mm -hmm. just kind of slow it down it's like, oh i don't want to hear anymore and it's like but wait a yeah. minute you might you I might learn that's something that's such a yeah. tough way to have a conversation like like i'm yeah. like i think if we all had a little more empathy especially even in politics or or things we disagree on i think that's when we need more empathy because then at least we can understand the other person. You know, like like Justin might believe in one thing, Ryan might believe in another thing, right. might be completely different. But if I try to understand, well, why does Justin believe this? Well, okay, at exactly. least I can understand a little more, maybe not fully, yeah. but at least a little more of where Justin's coming from and why he thinks that way. On, on Abdi of the two minute readers says yes. perspective. That's, that's, he says, he doesn't like the word empathy. He says perspective. And he says, that's kind of what we need to learn is more is a different perspective. And I kind of like that. Although I do think we need more empathy, but, mm -hmm. but perspective, if you can see a different side and maybe you don't understand it so much, but you can at least see it. That's mm -hmm. the beginning. I think of empathy for somebody else. Really? I would, I, I was, I was here thinking like, oh, I think if you have some empathy, it'll allow you to build that perspective. Huh. I th that could yeah, vice versa. That, that could work. That could oh, maybe work it could be both well. ways. Yeah. No, you're. I, th I think. Right I, think I think it works by both ways. But the thing is, I think we need to have more of that in there. Yeah. And stop hmm. being Empathy like this. Yeah. Yeah. This, I like this that. kind of group. This group mentality type of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So switching back now, let's get a little bit into the books here. You're an avid reader. Were you always an avid reader? I would say so, like the more I think about it, like, but again, that came from my curiosity. Like I started off yeah. with, huh, what's in the garage? And I walked into the garage and I just kind of flipping through and being curious about what was in these boxes. And I came across Harry Potter and uh, the Switzerland Stone or the Philosopher's yeah. Stone for some, for some people. Yeah. And from there, like I just started reading as, oh, this is a cool story. I'm like, whoa. And I just kind of grew from there. Then I read like Magic Treehouse books, you know, um, those were like in yeah. elementary school. And then from there, I read more Harry Potter books. Then I got to high school and I just kind of stopped reading um, because it was like assigned work. And I felt like, you know, it kind of killed the whole point of reading for me. Um, See, that's my fear with school is, mm. is it killing reading before it even develops because it's being 
assigned in so much of a way. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you can't not assign it, but I think <sighs> if you didn't, maybe I don't know. You know, it's that's a catch yeah. twenty two. I don't. It, it it really is. It really like I try to think about the perspective of like teachers and educators. You know, because I think education is yeah. important. Don't get me wrong. I I really think it, it's definitely needed in the world. We have to learn, right? Like, or Absolutely. I mean, we cannot learn. But then, like, like, do we really want to be people who do not learn? Like, we want to stay no. our 20-year-old selves or our five-year-old selves? Like, it's like, I feel know? like that's kind of where we've gone. Like, after high school and after college, people just stop learning. Think a, so? a, a majority of I think some people do. Hmm. Just to, like, I don't want to ever see a book again because I did so much but, work in college. But then you could also argue, like, well, a lot of more people are using YouTube and Instagram to also learn things and connect Good point. people. And audio. So it's like, audio yeah exactly and yeah, audio yeah like, all these different resources. are they learning that's a good point so it's like is I, maybe I think, the learning has changed yeah i think that's the thing like we're adding too much stigma about like oh education and only universities like yeah. well there's so many options yeah. we have the internet we have learning can come from anywhere. audio exactly it can come from you know uh travel like like that was something my family really, really put a lot of like like my mom put a lot of emphasis on traveling because she, she her view was if if you travel, you build that perspective yes. and empathy of other Absolutely. cultures and other worlds. And, and while you are traveling, you learn how to read a map. You learn how to communicate with people. You learn all these soft skills that aren't, aren't necessarily taught in school. Because how do you teach? You know, how do you Travel teach? is, yeah, one of the best. That, that is know? one of the so, best things. So That's why. Everybody has different ways of learning. And I, and I think we need to destigmatize de like only university. Um, I think it's more of like, and right. Like, what do you want to do? Like, like I've done university. I enjoyed it, but it's not like yeah. university was my favorite. Like, I was like, eh, you know, I'll do university because right. I'll get to like socialize with other computer science students and maybe meet professors, but it's not my favorite, you know? Well, I feel like sometimes university becomes, you know, it's like, I got to get this, you know, special thing here so that I could say, Oh, I did this yeah. and that it, it becomes more of an ego trip as opposed to, the information because yeah. at the end of the day that's what you should be searching for at colleges the information and then as you said yeah the social structure yeah those those are the two things not a piece of paper that says I i'm smarter than you <laughs> fair enough it's Which, all about intention yeah, so, right intention exactly. matters intention so. um so how long do you like to read i'm curious um how long do I like to read? As long as my current attention wants to read. I don't know. <laughs> I know that, that, that's a cop out. Let me think. Yeah. I mean, I, I try to aim for about an hour a day, you know, oh, that's good. Um, but I try to be just kind of an attentive of like, if I, if I notice I'm not flowing with the book. Anymore. Yeah. Like if I, if I catch myself thinking about other things, I'll write them down. Like I try to keep like, like either sticky notes or some sort of pad folio or something where, oh, okay. Cause sometimes, you know, you start thinking about tasks you want to do for the day or something. So it's like, well, that's important. You should acknowledge that. But usually I will go ahead and read for about 40 minutes to an hour. Uh, currently, I'm actually on a, on a reading challenge. So uh, for, my, for my personal oh, wow. YouTube uh, channel, Perez Dev, I challenge myself. I want to read like Warren Buffett for a week. And so what I've been doing is my challenge wow. is to read five to six hours every single day. I missed, a lot. I missed yesterday because I was traveling. But that's gonna be hard. My goal 
is to make up is to make up for yeah. today. So, but I've I've done what days one, two, and three. I think today's that, my fifth that's day. Great. So I've read five. I've read over twenty hours just within this last couple of days. And do it's you been, use Do you use a reading tracker? Not really. I just write it down. Like, oh, I said for, for the YouTube channel, like for this, because this is like a challenge I'm kind of doing for myself. Um, because I'm, I'm just a regular dude who reads about 40 minutes an hour. Like I'm not one to read hours on end. Oh, yeah. um, so I wanted to kind of make sure I, I keep track of it. So I, I write it down, but no, I don't use any sort of reading tracker per se. I, I just felt like when I did, my intention became more of, of tracking, oh, how many pages I get to say I read in an hour instead of like just reading the material and learning from the material. So I just kind of stopped all in all and focused more on- That's a good point being consistent that's a great, that's a great point you're right yeah you can get stuck into the idea of like okay i gotta get to this many pages and yeah it just becomes you know it's basically the same thing that happens with you in a video game you're playing until exactly. you get to the end you're just like mm -hmm. you know is it you know, instead it, of enjoying not, the actual game you're not enjoying it you're just yeah yeah you're just you're just exactly. trying to accomplish tasks or it's like people with steps mm -hmm. I got to get 10,000 yeah. steps. Well, what if you got 900? <gasps> no, don't. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> um, what do you think of speed reading? <sighs> what I think of speed reading, I'm not the biggest fan personally. Yeah. Um, again, no judgment on people who do, to be honest. Like if that works for you, then you know yeah. what? Great. Like I know On is like a, like, like a big believer of like, and he's like an anti-speed reader. Yeah, he's, he, he's anti-speed. Yeah, he's and very I, much anti-speed. And I interviewed somebody in India, Amrit uh, Deshmukh. He mm. reads a thousand words per minute. He said the reason, the way he was able to get there was by picturing the images. And he thinks that maybe if we looked at it more like pictures, which you exactly. kind of do in fic fiction, kind of lends itself to it, non-fiction. Like if you're going to try and read the, uh, the Intelligent Investor, yeah, it's a little harder, harder to harder to create pictures. But if you can, that's that's yeah, a great absolutely. way to do it. Because he was he, his his um his explanation was for you know back in the you know the primitive days you know mm -hmm. what did they do? They drew pictures. Yeah, and then we made symbols that represented the pictures. Which but it boring. always started yeah. with the pictures, and I was exactly. Like, that's an interesting way to get it. Yeah, on is on. Is well, very right, because I mean, I mean, and think about why. Well, because the way we view the world is in some degree pictures, right? I see yeah. you here. So that is my current perception of my reality right yeah. now, you know? And so I think that's why, like, when we start off with storytelling and we use pictures, because pictures and images and our five senses is how we perceive our reality of the world, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why I try to, I try to say, I'm like, I, I'm not as extreme as on. Like I know on is like, anytime you do, mention it. Do you, th do you think that might be the problem is, I mean, the term speed rating, it's kind of like video game. It doesn't really, it doesn't really explain really what it is. It sounds so oversimplified that it's like, it sounds like you're just like, and done, you know? <laughs> I, I think it would just help if we were like all just more open-minded. Cause again, yeah. you're, if you're saying that, that, I forget his, whatever his name is. Um, I'm gonna read a thousand Shmur. words. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Am Amran. You said Amran. Uh, Amrit uh, Dishmuk. It's it's a very yeah. Hard never mind. Thing. That that's a tough he, he would he would he would laugh at. The, he's a very nice guy. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a tough one. That's um, a tough one for me. Um, but 
the the, the sir the gentleman <laughs> um if he can read a, a thousand words a minute you know and and it works for him and it really works for him then you know what good for him like i'm happy for him yeah. for me personally i don't speed read because i think that kind of yeah. misses the whole point of of like sort of reading you know you want to get intimate with the book you want to be intimate with the book yeah. and enjoy your time with the book and utilize well, like the fact you that, said like, it's it the, requires um, time to synthesize the perspective it's all about it's all about it's all about the perspective how long do you want to spend with this book because mm-hmm. yes I, th- I think you could do that his example is always that um omrits is that say you're driving a car you're going 45 yeah and then you speed you know, up you're you, gonna pay you more get, attention you speed up you got to pay more yeah. attention so it's like he has yes it's like yes and no because i mean yeah like my my problem with speed running is i haven't found enough there, there i don't think there's an I don't think the tools to teach it are um, effective enough. I've, I've looked at Jim Quick's stuff and I like it. He's somebody I'd like to interview and I'd like to ask him about this. Is like, how do we make this more? Because I feel like, you know, you taught me a lot, but I felt like it dropped off after a while. How do you sustain the speed reading? Like, you know, what, Yeah. like, is there an app? Is there, I mean, there's been some apps where they flash the words on the screen. I don't think that works. It's never worked for me, the flashing the words on the side. I see what it's doing for retention, you know, because you look at, you know, you just look at the pieces. Um, I'm reading a great book right now. It's it's somewhere here. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it for you. Um, if you want to grab it, feel free to grab it. I mean, all right, all right let me see if I can. <laughs> and, and so, I, but you know what it is too? I think so many times we're so focused right on, like, <laughs> on the quick thing, on the quick fix, you know? Yeah. Like what's so terrible well, about putting in the work about putting in the work, you know, like, exactly. like even with, with like physical workout, like physical fitness, like yeah. why, why is it that we have to go searching for this pill or this hack or this cheat instead of just looking That's... for the, the key ingredients of like, well, if I wake up early, so I have some more time in my day, you know, cause people claim oh, they're too busy to work out fine. So wake up a little oh, earlier, yeah. you put, now you have that extra time to do a workout and then you do that for 30 days and in between those days, you make sure you're watching what you eat by eating things that are as close as possible to nature as possible, as close as possible to nature. Right. Yeah. I think if you just do those what four or five things, then that's how you lose weight. Right. If that's your goal like, or even gain weight, yeah. you know, modify consistency like will always consistent, be one of the yeah, tools. consistent work. And no matter whether you here's the book, uh, speed, oh, speed reading, Tony Buzan. Okay. For the longest time, I was saying that, you know, I thought I must have misunderstood him. He said that yeah. uh, that he was working with this guy. Well, I found out he was dead and he's been dead for like 20 oh. years. I'm like, OK, there's no way he's been working with him at this point in time. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it's very interesting. If you want a mm-hmm. good book on speed reading, just to just to dive into it. And I think the problem is speed reading. And like you said, looking at it as a quick fix, whereas I see it as a way to digest more in a a faster time. Like there's a lot of books I want to get to. How do I get to all of them, you know, at a certain time and not lose, you know, because yeah, you don't want to just like go done, you know. But doesn't it also kind of ruin like, cause I'm also thinking like from a technology uh, perspective, I mean, in a couple of decades, we'll be having some sort of chip or whatever where we're going to just download information. But doesn't that also kind of ruin the fun of it? You know, it's kind of like- I think, I think the good, I think the possibility is the option. 
to have the option if yeah. you wanted to do it that way or if you want yeah. to do it slow. Whereas most people don't have the option. But anyways, yeah, we've enough. talked enough about speed well, reading. Let <laughs> no, one last mention. I mean, okay, one last thing. And and reason I'm not anti speed reading, I think, is like, because yeah. who am I to say, you know, speed reading is like stupid. Like if it works for you, if it really works for you, then great. But for me okay. personally, I found it doesn't it doesn't really work. Like, like and I'm not the, taking get, time to the end of the day and synthesize. It's, it's what works for you. Yeah, and that's you know. why you got to do what works for you and you can't just sit there but i like i always like having the options of things but you're right it's what works Exper so. i think experimenting with it like experimenting with things in life in general whether it's speed reading or other things again goes back to that perspective and empathy i think i think that helps with a lot of a lot of things in life what what are the things i see all the time and i still don't really understand it what is this goodreads <clears throat> what is that do you use that <sighs> I don't really use Goodreads. I don't know. I, I, I used, I used this blue app. I forget the name of it when I, when I was tracking it. Uh, but yeah. Goodreads is just an app where you can go to share quotes and summaries on books and leave reviews on, on books. So it's not a reading tracker. Not to what I've seen. Maybe their app does, mm. but I know Goodreads is more so at least to how I've used it, like on my computer, you can find cool quotes on there from books you like or reviews on books and ratings of those books. That's all I found for a good reach. Maybe there's more. I could be wrong. What, um, so what do you think? What is your belief on like e-readers, the Kindle and uh, regular books? How do you feel? Or are you just like, wherever I can get the information? Whatever serves you best. For me, I, I like physical books. I prefer physical books. But the day, if, if tomorrow comes and I have to get rid of my entire library, I'm still going to at least keep my Kindle and maybe a couple of physical books. But I'm going to keep my Kindle and, and just get the digital versions of all these books because it's better than nothing. And if for, for you, for like you, the, the listener, if a Kindle works better for you in your current scenario, that usually cheaper too, like the eBooks, then great, go for e-reader. And, and instead of being like, oh, e-readers are better than physical. Physical is better than yeah, there's e no. It's like, no, yeah, there's it's... no, oh, it's better. It's like, what what serves you best? That's yeah. it. And it's just a tool. Like, like, like you would never say a hammer is better than a screwdriver. I know. It's like, Good well, point. right? Like, yeah. It's like, well, no, I need to hammer this nail in. Well, then I need a hammer, right? Oh, I need to screw no, this I, nail in. I need you know, the screw. I need the screw. Yeah, whatever. It's like, you would never use a screwdriver to hammer something in. Like, that. that's silly. And it's, so it's like, if yeah. uh, e-reader works better for you because you're either more of a traveler or you're more on a tighter yeah. budget or whatever, then use an e-reader. If you prefer more physical books and you can find them at a cost-effective price and you have a place to store yeah. them, great. You, go, you, you talked about the importance of going to a thrift store. And I thought that's yes. to find yeah. a lot of these books. That's great. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I travel a lot. So I like having this because it's like, I don't know if you're like me, but you pick the wrong book you bring with you. And then you're like, what oh, now I'm stuck with this one. Now I'm stuck with, you know, yeah. so here it's like, oh, I got, well, I've got 50 other books. Mm -hmm. that exactly. from. Um, one last question on the, on the uh, book reading. Uh, do you have a book for you that you think has changed your life? <laughs> Do I have a book? I mean, that's really, that's... really, really easy question. I mean, each, you know, each book and each, I mean, each day that we live is a new experience, you know? So it's like, 
that's like asking you know what's your your favorite day you've lived on on earth or, or like not even not your favorite day but like which day that you've existed on this earth so far has like changed your your perspective it's like well each day right because you kind of learn and grow but I, I'll, I'll go towards more my favorite right i kind of i know what you mean there um yeah yeah my favorite I think it it's still, be just your favorite at this time. Yeah, maybe. no, like, like that's like deeply impacted me. Um, I think Dr. Jeremy Peterson's Beyond Order. Really? Uh, either this one, actually a recent read that I've also really found has helped, Mastery by Robert Greene. Robert Greene, good books. And I think his book Mastery is still very underrated. Like he only gets talked done- about. I haven't finished Mastery. Um, I'm reading The Artist's Seduction, the other one, and I've Great. read The 48 Laws of Power, which nice. his books are daunting. You, Those are books yeah. where you got to kind of like put them up to chapters each day. You know, for me, that's how I can hey, accomplish Exactly. What, whatever works for you, right? Exactly. But yeah, I would definitely say Dr. Jeremy Peterson's uh, Beyond Order, 12 Morals for Life. Um, just because I think they're topics that aren't, commonly discussed even with like nonfiction readers you know like like i'll just read a couple just so people get some context um do not carelessly denigrate social institutions or creative achievement imagine who you could be and then aim single-mindedly at that do not do what you hate let's see be grateful in spite of your suffering do not allow yourself to become resentful deceitful or arrogant Plan and work diligently to maintain the romance in your relationship. So those are like, and that's like half the rules, but I was going to say like, those are like yeah, more, of my, great. more of my favorite ones. Um, and it's like the, what is it? Rule number two. And I know it's rule number two. I was going to talk about rule two just so. Rule number two, imagine who you could be and then aim single-mindedly at that, right? I think that's such an important thing to like think about. Like imagine who you could be. Hell, imagine what you want to be, you know, whatever. And then think about how you can get there, you know, because I think so so much time, like so many people nowadays spend so much time with like, oh, you know, I I can't do this or telling other people they can't, you know, like, like, like I'll never forget when I would try to. They worry about the how. They worry about the how as opposed to the what. Mm, No? Yes. I, I, no, I mean, again, and, right. I think yes. And. We also, sometimes I think people use the worry of the how as a cover for the fear of judgment, right? Instead of being like, like, you know how to do, record a video, right? If you're listening to this, you probably have a phone, right? Like, like let's be honest. If you're listening to this, you probably have some sort of tech hours. How are you listening to this, right? <laughs> everybody knows, like, for the most part, I think everybody knows how to record a video. You, If you have a phone or even a computer or whatever device you're listening to, this to even if it's on the library, because there have been times in my life where I don't have tech as, as much technology as I would like. I get that. I'm empathetic to that. It's like even the library, you can borrow uh, equipment where, you, where you, you borrow a camera. So you can still record. Everybody knows how to do it. But then I spend so much time of like, oh, I need to have a good intro and this. Like just start. Because then like when you aim single-mindedly at that, that one thing leads to another thing that leads to another thing that leads to the thing you know, five, 10, 20 years later, like, like I never would have imagined I would interview people. Well, look, I did. I, and I have, and I will continue to, you know, it's like, that's amazing to me. That's beautiful. You know? So you never know where things end up going. And that's also just how life works. Life is serendipitous like that. 
And so a lot of these other, like that's just one example of what 12, right? So I think a lot of those types of examples and values and, and ideas aren't spoken about enough. Like, like the serendipity of life, you know, like, like life just sort of, it's not that it just sort of happened, like we're just in life. And then, you know, it's all about perspective, choosing to be positive because you never know where that one thing it's another thing that leads to the thing you're after this whole time, you know, or, mm -hmm. or something even better, you know? So, and, and I think that's definitely important. Like it helps you build a lot of these values that I think we don't talk about enough. Absolutely. That was great. Great answer. Jordan B. Peterson. All right. Awesome. I love Jordan it. Jordan B. Peterson, ladies and gentlemen. So I know you are, you know, I know you have this. Um, what is your beginning of the day routine? So it actually tends to change sometimes. Like recently I just got done with school. So now I'm like mm -hmm. trying to find a new sort of routine. Uh, but my more consistent routine, especially when I had school, right? Uh, I would try to wake up around 4.30 or five, depending on how much homework or other tasks, projects that I have yeah. uh, the night before that, that I kind of got caught up with the night before. Uh, because, you know, like homework, you can't really it's tough to measure how long it's going to take you, right? It's like, oh, well, I yeah. don't know. I just need to get it done. So I usually wake up around 4.30, 5, sometimes even 6. I try not to sleep in past 6, though. Um, and then from there, I'll start my day by, well, turning off my alarm, rinsing my face, drink a glass of water, and then I'll go to the living room, stretch. Um, I don't really time it, per se. I just kind of, I'll feel my body. So usually I'll stretch my lower back. I'll stretch my legs and like my neck. And then if there's other things that are tight, stretch that. Then I'll usually go for some sort of workout, either a run or if I'm feeling like, you know, like, like sometimes, you know, when you wake up, like you just, you're like ready to just make stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, as like a creative person. So it's like, sometimes I'll just do my pushups and squats and just let's go to creative mode. Uh, on other days, it's more of I'll go for a run and then do my reading. Um, so I kind of let my morning routine ebb and flow a little bit, but my main structure is I wake up to rinse my face. I do that every single day. Like I don't feel like I've started my day if I haven't rinsed my face and had a glass of water. So that, that's one thing I do religiously. I wake up, rinse my face with some cold water and, and drink some water. Do you do a cold shower? I've tried. I just don't like shower. Like even a hot yeah. shower, I, I don't like showers. I'm not like, that's something weird about me. I mean, I shower, yeah. but I just don't like them. I don't. Why? I don't know. I have, like sometimes like, ugh, am I a cat? You know, like, it's like, like, I, I just don't like them. Like, yeah. That's great. I, I, I don't know this. why. Like, like, it could be hot showers and I'm just like, ugh, like, I just don't like getting wet. Like, I don't know something weird. Like even the pool, like I'm not one to just walk and I have to jump in because or else I don't want to like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's weird to me, but just part of me, you know? So cool. I don't really do cold showers. Um, I've, I've tried it though and I like it, but I usually end up waking the people that, that live in here as well. Cause I'll be like screaming, like, oh, like, and I'll try oh, to really? be quiet. Yeah. I don't like, I, I just don't like showers. I just don't. So, funny. Uh, but I'll do my morning ritual of waking up to rinse my face, drink water, stretch, work out, and then either work, start on some creative work or if I'm awake enough, then I'll read. I found if I read every single day in the morning, it doesn't work for me. Sometimes, like some some mornings, I'm just a little drowsier than normal. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not. Like, and I need as much focus as possible to to read, you know, and to build all these connections. 
So sometimes I'll save reading more towards like before the afternoon. So like 10, 11, I found, okay, I'm fully awake now. I'm not just like a little yeah. groggy. Even after I've worked out, sometimes I feel a little groggy and such. So yeah, so that's my main morning routine. Wake up to rinse my face, drink water, work, uh, stretch, then work out. Um, and then either creative work or, or, or reading. Cool. Now you have a nighttime routine. I know because I've done my research on you. What is the nighttime routine? Yeah. Uh, the nighttime routine. Again, it's not as consistent as I like when it comes with schooling. So, yeah. but I aim for an hour before I go to bed, I try to shut off my computer or at least my phone. My phone, I do religiously, but my computer sometimes is tougher because, you know, everything's remote and everything's also, I'm a technology person. So like, like, like my profession is tech. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a little tougher for me personally. Um, but I'm okay with that because like sometimes some nights I'll be coding and I'll dream and code. So it's like, it's nice to like have that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but my night routine would mainly be turn off, not turn off my phone, put my phone in airplane mode or, or put it in like another room an hour before bed with the alarm set. And then I will go ahead and usually I'll take 15, 20 minutes to stretch, um, catch up with family members and then I'll journal. Now I don't do it every day. I kind of, it's kind of like a gut thing. Like, you know, today I feel like I, I need some, yeah. there's some stuff I want to get off my chest or just reflect on. Um, but I don't do it every day. Cause I know some people, Oh, Ryan, how do you journal every day? I don't because I feel like if I force myself to do it every day, now it's just forced and I'm, yeah. and I have nothing really to talk about. It's like, I'm still trying to build these connections. It's not yeah. something I want to necessarily talk about yet. You know, still synthesizing and brewing, you know? So, but I will also journal um, and I'll try to plan out either my day or week. Like what are my intentions or priorities for this day, for tomorrow or for the week? So when I wake up, my mindset's like, oh yeah, that, you know, I have it written down. So that, that's the gist of it. Turn off, turn off my phone an hour before bed, stretch, catch up with family members. Maybe I'll read a little bit, um, journal. I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. Do, do, do you meditate? I find journaling for me personally, like a form of meditation. Yeah. Because is. like, like I'll ask the question, but like whatever I'm trying to sort of be intentional on. Is there, is there a robot in your house? Oh yeah. There, <laughs> no, there's a, what is it? Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the, the blow, not blow dryer. Uh, what is it? The, uh, maintenance people outside you know the, oh okay okay I was like, yeah like, what is it what is the word that's gonna drive me crazy now oh what is the word leaf blower there we go leaf blower. Leaf blower oh, okay. okay yeah leaf blower all right outside. cool so, so... <laughs> yeah it sounds um, like it's talking is that uh, like going... <laughs> so he's like sorry about that? that no it's fine no it's fine so yeah so so for you journaling is a form of meditation do you like to do do you do any, um, you know, formal meditation or not really? It just doesn't work. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because I like to be able to reflect on, on what I've thought about. So if I write it down, I can see it, you know, like, oh yeah, this is where my mindset was, or this is an idea I wanted to come back to, you know, whereas with meditation, even though I can articulate things in my mind, 
I can't go, I can't necessarily go yeah. back to that, you know, to some yeah. degree. It's not, it's not written down, you know? So for me, huh. And you're helping me make this connection now. Like, I think when I journal, that is my meditation because I'll, I'll literally sit there like, okay. And I ask myself, what am I grateful for today that, that I did today? And I'll think about it and I'll sort of think before I write. So, huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my journaling is my meditation because I'll, I'll sit there, genuinely sit and like think, well, what do I want to, what am I grateful for? What do I want to specifically write down and articulate? And I'll think about this, that, 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 that. It's like, okay, now let's formulate, let's formulate it into a sentence, you know? It's like, okay, I think this is a good sentence that, that, that discusses this, you know? Is there any more details I want to add to that sentence that I'm going to write down, you know? And because I'm sure, I'm sure listeners have noticed, like I'll stumble on words even when we're communicating. Like I know what I want to say; it's in there. Yeah, it's hard. It's but, hard. But that, that's you know, it's all yeah. about the decoding and finding it. Yeah, and like, that's why I do like using um, words. I use uh, Elevate on uh, this app. Mm-hmm. I try to do that every day, and there's vocabulary mm-hmm. on there, and it's like it pushes me to come up because it's timed. So you've got mm-hmm. to come up with words that, for me, that's hard. You know, yeah, but nice. you know, I find doing this, you know, forces you to, you know, like right now, I can't think of the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see, you know, it's it's hard because when you're on the spot, you know, it's it's yeah, exactly. And then you look it up later, and you're like, oh yeah, of course, that's what I that was the word. Yeah, yeah like you'll yeah. be listening. I don't know about you, but I'll be like listening to podcasts. Like, Why did he say that? Why didn't he say this? You know that mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's a lot harder when you're like in there, you know, do it. That's yeah. why I write everything down and I make sure, you know, I have, yeah. because it's like, you're going to do it. All right. So the last question and this, uh, fun question. Last so question like, already. Yeah. Last question already. Wow. Can't believe it. Boy, that would yeah. only 10 minutes right now. What films, uh, what films do you like? Hmm. Or movies? I have quite a few. Oh, all right, good. Let's hear it. Because again, oh, it, it it ebbs and flows it. with like my my daily moods in a sense, you know. Yeah. Um. So one of my consistent favorites, though, and this is why I would always say it's my favorite because it's just consistently yeah. something that on a day to day basis, um, I'd be willing to watch. Uh, Forrest Gump. Mm. I really love the adventure of it all. Um, Saving Private Ryan is another one of my favorites. It's a good, it's a good movie. One of my favorite actors is Tom Hanks. So. I could see that. Um, man, they're just going back and forth. Uh, let's see. We have leaf I'll, blowers. <laughs> yeah, I know we got leaf blowers <laughs> going, trying to trying to join in on the conversation. Let's see. Um, some other favorites. Uh, I mean, it, like comedy. <laughs> I love yeah. Step Brothers because it's just so silly. Oh, that's great. Like it's so stupid. It's just like what. Um, Napoleon Di- yeah, uh, Napoleon Dynamite is another classic. <laughs> um, but then, like more serious action type ones, yeah, I love uh, Quentin Tarantino, like Inglorious Bastards oh, or yeah, Django movie. Unchained. Um, I also I really movie. love I'm trying to think of some other ones. I just love a lot of movies, to be honest. Like, yeah, like you could did tell you me a, s- a name of a movie, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that one's so good too." It's it's just like with did- books. Did you yeah. ever see the film Steve? They did about Steve Jobs, just Steve Jobs with Michael. Fassbender. I did not watch. No, I did not. Uh, it's it's watch an interesting one. film. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it kind of falls like a play, but you know, it's on mm. Netflix. I would, you know, I'd check it out. Don't okay. watch the movie called Just Jobs because mm-hmm. that's just it's mediocre. You know? Okay. I mean, you can watch it. But it's not great. 
I mean, gotcha. some people don't like this movie either, but you know, I I found it, and I'm interested to since you're a Steve Jobs guy, so I was like, mm. hey, I would love to hear what he has to say. Absolutely. Um, do you like um, the Marvel movies at all? Yeah, see, I'm a big fan. Of, like, I don't know how I missed that. I'm, I'm a big yeah, Marvel yeah, fan. Yeah, so I, I enjoy that. Did um, you have you seen uh, Doctor Strange? No, no. Two yet. yet? I don't know okay. if I will anytime in the next year. Like, I'm always late to movies because, yeah. like, I don't yeah. spend that much time, uh, yeah. like, watching TV and such. So, like, like a lot of movies I'll, I'll watch, like, five years later, <laughs> wow. which, which okay. can be a bad thing sometimes because yeah. people will be talking about it. Like, oh, well, I haven't seen it, but whatever. But I get to it eventually. If it's good, I get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, what would you say is your favorite at Tarantino? That's a tough one because I, I love Inglorious Bastards and I love Django Unchained. See, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, even though it's, it's been it's out for movie. two years. It's kind of a hangout. It's kind of a hangout movie. It's not like very plot driven. You know, it's not like somebody mm. getting to here to there. You know, they're just kind of like hanging out and the plot just gotcha. kind of. And I also haven't seen like Reservoir Dogs or Reservoir Dogs. I haven't seen that one either. So it's like. That's a good movie. Um, but of the two, like, I'm just going to keep it at of those two. Yeah. Let's see. Inglorious Bastards. Or Django Unchained. I don't. It's tough because, like Django Unchained, it like it leaves me so. That's my favorite. One of my favorite performances of Leo DiCaprio. I was like, oh, it's my finally. favorite performance. He finally me, plays a bad guy, and it's I, I so good. Like, because it's so despicable and like, ugh. ugh. But then I also love he's the, uh, Colonel. He's got the long cigar and everything, the long yeah. cigarette and everything, and he's got all this. But then you also uh, have Colonel Hans Lanza. And oh, I love Colonel Lanza. He's such a great Lanza. evil, like he's a cool evil character. It's like, whoa, you know, like if I were to be evil, like I think you would be a cool character. Like, because like well, he speaks that's... so many different languages and like he knows how to like set people up. Just that scene like, with the strudel. Just the, you know, oh. he, you know, well, they don't mention it, but you kind of know that he knows that she's yes. who she is, but he's probably already thought about what he's going to do with Hitler and that thing. So he's like, I'll keep her around. It's you such know, a while great he's character. interrogating her. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, like, wait for the creme. And he's just like wait waiting there the and just building suspense. He's like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen? It's just And like then he all... does the part where he says, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you. And, and he, he just, just like, stares, stares at her. her. It's like, what the hell? Like, And the script. What? She's actually peeing her pants. They huh. cut that out, but there's it's written that she's that there's a puddle of piss wow. under her that they could wow. that they cut. I mean, I guess because she she got over how scared she was. So you didn't really it would have been yeah. kind of redundant in the mm -hmm. in the screenplay that kind of works, but um but yeah, they were so great together, which is the cyclical. Oh, I bet he puts it, was it really down. Good. Yeah, well. So that must have not and, been important. Well. And I love that. Yeah, oh. and I love it. And he just shows up like a shark in that scene. Like she's yeah. talking to him. And the way he cut it, it was almost like there was more dialogue that they were talking about. And then all of a sudden, just like, ah, there he is. Yeah. He just shows up. And it was like, oh, exactly. wow. Mm -hmm. I think Inglorious Bastards, though, for me, on a more so consistent good. basis, I can consistently, I think, watch that more or yeah. be in the mood to watch that more than I would be consistently with Django Unchained. But when I want to watch Django Unchained, it's so good. Like it's so they, I feel both Django things, kind of loses some of its impact after you know Landa and uh, and Leo get killed, you know, after that. You know, yeah. Kind of like I'm kind of like, like okay. Like yeah. 
it's kind of like that it becomes just a, a revenge story, you know, and it was yeah. like, and if it's revenge, I still think Kill Bill is probably his best of the revenge stories. Did you see yeah. Kill Bill? I watched it a while ago, so I can't really oh, talk gosh. about it because I watched it when I was little. So like, yeah, I watched that had to have been at least 10 years ago, maybe 15 That's years ago. So, so what's the know, last I might, MC- I might have to watch it again. What's the last MCU movie you saw? Of the Marvel uh, movies? What is it? Uh, Furious. Well, actually, no, I saw the one with the three Spider-Mans. Uh, so, uh, Spider-Man. Oh, Far Spider-Man, No Way Home. Oh, the, no Way with, Home. Yeah, what, what, the most recent. With, all, with the... With the with the was that not the was that not the coolest thing ever? That was that was incredible. Like, my theater. Uh, I think, I think that's the most recent. Like, that was so cool when he. Yeah, that was up. incredible. Like we yeah. get the first one because like they hinted at it, but they wouldn't say for sure, and then they did it, and then you yeah. saw the second circle. You're like, oh my god, it's gonna be Toby Maguire. Yeah, no, that that and was pretty. Through. That was pretty epic. I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling this for him. I'm like. If, you still haven't seen Spider-Man. I don't know what the... Well, I guess I mean, it's, it's already spoilers spoiled. ahead. It's spoil... Yeah, I'll have to put... Spo- All right, I got to write that down. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. We've got... I'll have to put a T.I. signature in there. <laughs> no. But yeah, you're right. I should do that. Um, but yeah, well, I, would, no, I, I would appreciate I that, that because like I said, I'm gonna I, I won't that. watch movies till five years later. So it's like, yeah. so I would be grateful. <laughs> well, we talked think- about things out of context here. I mean, the, but with the... The No Way Home. I'll I'll put a spoiler there for that. There you go. Um, all right. Well, this was this was great. Um, I appreciate this. This is so much fun. Thank you for doing this. How can people reach you? Uh, yeah, they can reach me at Perez the Dev. That's P E R E Z, the Dev. Um, whether that's Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. You know, you can find me anywhere. Uh, I think best way to reach me is either uh. What LinkedIn or Twitter, I think would be the best way to reach me. Uh, check out Dev Nations. You know, if, if you want to message me directly via Dev Nations, you can. But I, I'd be much better to be, sorry, words. I think it will be easier if you reach me at, at Perez the Dev. I'm more likely to respond to you directly. So yeah, Perez the Dev or PerezTheDev.com. All right. Well, thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Justin. This is a lot of fun. This was fun. Okay. This is the end of my podcast with Ryan Perez of devnations.com. Once again, if you want to find him, you can find him at www.devnations.com. The Mind Devs. He also has his own podcast, the Mind Devs Podcast. Um, you can find them at Book Devs, at Dev Nations, at Perez the Dev. He's a creative entrepreneur. He's an interesting, he's an interesting entrepreneur. He's an interesting character. Sorry, I messed that up. Um, and I would just thank him for being on the show. And uh, I hope to have him on again. And I hope you enjoyed and as always, you can find me at Justin Yards or the DMF. Um, I would, I would assure you to come. You know, contact me personally. I will, you know, see it more often. So if you do it on Facebook or on Instagram, my personal stuff, I'll see it and uh, I can answer your questions. So once again, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on the D.
M F.